Hi, this is Anishka Fernandopoli. I hope this talk supports you in your practice. If you'd like to support my teaching, you can use the donate button under my picture on dharmaseed.org or go to my website, anushkaf.org, A-N-U-S-H-K-A-F.org, and click on donate. Thanks. I appreciate your support. So last night you learned that you never have to feel lonely. You never had to feel lonely because you have all your bacteria and microbiome, uh, always trillions and trillions. And uh, today we're going to move into the area of exploring the liquid nature of the body. So the different substances that are more uh, liquid. And I've heard that the body, human body, is actually 75% made of liquid, uh, water and other fluids, <coughs> which is actually just about the same percentage as the earth is. So this is another way in which we are also uh, part of nature, just like nature uh, as well. So uh, in the uh, sutta that I read last night, there was a bit about the Buddha looking into the, um, like, it's like looking into a sack and seeing, oh, this is red rice, white rice, uh, this kind of grain like that. So today we're going to be looking into the fluid. So maybe it's more like looking into a fridge and seeing like the different fluids in the fridge and water, orange juice, etc. except the fluids are bile, phlegm, pus, and so on. <laughs> now, some of them you might be more familiar with than others. Some of them uh, are ones that we see that become external uh, at different times. Um, other ones you might be less familiar with. So, yeah, like with the other ones, you could just you know, move the attention towards the area that's being described and then just see what is being revealed. Also, in case you find yourself getting um, a little queasy or something with this, then uh, you can feel free to open your eyes if that's helpful. You know, look down or take a deep breath in. Um, or if you're up for it, you could even explore with curiosity. Notice the sense of nausea if there is such. But there doesn't have to be that, just in case I wanted to uh, give you permission to do what you need to do for uh, taking care of yourself like that. Yeah. But partly what we're doing in all of these exercises is actually shifting our perception that we usually have of the body as this solid, permanent, personal entity. You know, and seeing all these different aspects of it as well. Okay, so like we did in the previous ones, we're going to chant the five, uh, no, six this time, six uh, ones uh, out loud together five times. And then I'll give you time to chant that uh, silently to yourself. And then we'll go into the meditation where we will um, explore them each. Yeah. Okay. So here we go. Bile, phlegm, pus, blood, sweat, fat. 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 So now silently.
So you can take a deep breath in. And as you exhale, allowing yourself to rest in your posture. You can take a moment as we connect with the body to connect with a sense of well-wishing. May I be happy. May I be healthy. May I be safe. May I live with ease. So we bring our attention for the first area to the bile. And this is the first of the liquids. It's found in the gallbladder and it's made by the liver. So it can be found above and below the waist. And this is a substance that is thick like car oil fluid. Can be straw-colored or yellow, brown, or green when it's stored in the gallbladder. The liver is constantly secreting this bile, and then it gets stored in the gallbladder. The gallbladder usually has about two tablespoons of this bile there, and it gets concentrated in the gallbladder. Its purpose is that it helps with the digestion of fats, So when you start to eat something, it gets excreted or squirted into the intestines and then it supports the emulsifying that digests fats. Your liver can produce close to one liter of bile every day. So you can just shift your attention to the area around where the liver was, the intestines. Let's take a moment to bring awareness to a bile. Bile also was listed in some ancient medieval and Greek descriptions of temperaments. And it was used as a description of a temperament that had more aggression or that when one had more aggression, it was considered there was a lot of bile. The next one that we'll do is also a part of the listing of these different temperaments, phlegm. So phlegm was associated with a more calm temperament or uh, even an apathetic temperament. 
or the Greeks or in these uh, sort of medieval take on the world. Phlegm is also a thick fluid. It is around the lungs, the throat, and in the mouth. It's a thick, sticky fluid mucus from your respiratory passages. You might be mostly aware of it when there's a lot of it and you have to clear your throat or cough. Or sometimes when you get sick and then the phlegm becomes yellow or if there's an infection, it might become green or brown. But usually it's clear or whitish color. So you can feel into the kind of mucus around the respiratory passages as you breathe in your throat. Part of the natural fluids of the body. The next fluid of the body that we can reflect with, become aware of if there is the ability is pus. Now this is uh, the product of inflammation in the body. It's a liquid that's full of proteins, uh, particularly from the dead white blood cells, bacteria, serum, tissue, debris. There's a sign that your body has been fighting off some kind of infection or that there is some inflammation. So pus can be whitish or yellowish. If there is rupture of small blood vessels, it could be red or it could also be bluish green. But most likely the color you might have seen around some cut or infection might have been white or yellow. It can be found anywhere in the body where there has been infection above or below the waist. And it's bordered by whatever it's next to or near. So when it's on the surface, you could see the skin as bordering that, but can be inside the body also. 
So its function, it's the liquid byproduct of inflammation. The next part of the body we'll contemplate is maybe the most uh, in volume for the liquids, which is blood. It's red, bright or dark red, and it's a thinnish liquid. It's found all over the body, above and below the waist, through arteries, veins, capillaries, and particularly is pumped by the heart. It carries nourishment, electrolytes, hormones, vitamins, antibodies, heat, and oxygen to tissues, and it takes away waste matter and carbon dioxide. Blood consists of 22% solids and 78% liquids. adult human body would likely have between 1.2 and 1.5 gallons of blood or 8 to 10 pints of blood. A 
has a function when the blood passes through the lungs. It lets go of the carbon dioxide and absorbs the oxygen, taking it to the body. And after leaving the heart, it's carried to the tissues as arterial blood and returned through the veins. The plasma in the blood supports the transport of nutrients, waste product, hormones, and other substances. And our human blood travels through the body 60,000 miles per day through all of the different arteries, veins. Sometimes you can see some of these channels even when you're not bleeding. Uh, the surface of the body, maybe in the arms or the hands, Sometimes in the eyes, you can see the small channels of blood is going through. The raised veins or areas of the hands and feet. Blood moves through the circuit of the vascular system in about 60 seconds. So there's an aspect of our body that's constantly in motion. Blood is another aspect of the body that is essential for life, but that we can help each other with. So it's possible to get blood transfusions or uh, to donate blood to someone who might have lost blood, if you're the correct blood type. And some of you might have done this. You might remember donating blood and seeing your blood flow into a small bag, which then could give someone else life. Or you might remember also having to give blood for tests, and they take some, and then you can see it in small vials outside of the body. So constantly flowing through ourselves, all of the other humans here, and all of the different animals that you encounter. So it's like the earth is full of rivers and streams. Our body is full of these capillaries, veins, arteries.
The next aspect of the body is sweat. So sweat can be found on the outer skin anywhere in the body, above or below the waist. So it's bordered by whatever is under the skin and space. It's colorless, maybe sometimes slightly milky, a salty fluid. It's like water. It comes from the glands in the skin pores. You may have particular areas of the body where you sweat more often. You could bring your attention, if you like, to those areas, if it's under the arms, armpits, or small of the back. Or even for some people, the hands, nose, forehead. The function of sweat is thermoregulation. It cools the body by evaporation and it rids it of waste through the pores of the skin. Every day we might sweat about a liter of liquid through sweat, but it can change depending on how active we are or what the atmosphere is like, what the weather's like. If it's very hot, we could even sweat as much as two and a half to four and a half gallons within 24 hours. The sweat evaporates from the body. So in this way you could notice the way in which we're part of this ecosystem of water, the environment. We drink water, we wash ourselves, and then a certain amount of the liquid gets evaporated through the sweat.
final part uh, today that we will reflect with is fat. Fat has gotten a very bad rap, but actually performs important functions of storing energy, insulating us from cold temperatures, and also protecting our vital organs, so cushioning and protecting our organs. It can be found anywhere in the body, above and below the waist, bordered by skin, flesh, sinews. And color could be yellowish. And it's a stored substance throughout the body. In fact, our human brain is actually made 60% of fat. So you can feel into the body. In case you have had a negative feeling towards this aspect of the body, you can try to hold with kindness and appreciation that which has cushioned your vital organs and insulated you from the cold. Maybe is protecting you from the oncoming winter too. So bile, phlegm, pus, blood, sweat, fat. You can consider these different liquidy elements of the body. The gooeyness. You could even remember the liquids that you drank or ate today. Water, tea, even the liquidy cereal and reflect how that's now turning into these different aspects of the body. 
bile, phlegm, pus, blood, sweat, fat. May this body be peaceful and happy. May this body be strong and healthy. May this body be safe from harm. May this body live with ease. May we all be peaceful and happy. May we all be strong and healthy. May we all be safe from harm. May we all live with ease.
So now in this set of the body, uh, we're getting into all these liquids that are the ones that uh, usually if you were to go on a job interview or go on a date, you would do your best to mask or hide, right? You don't want these front and center during these uh, wanting to impress people moments. <laughs> and yet, it's such a natural part of every single human body, right? In fact, it's what helps us to function, right? Like it supports our functioning. So, uh, it's interesting in the, the classical uh, kind of recitation of these, one of the angles on it is uh, trying to come to, you could say, some equanimity or balance with regards to the body. So one's own body and also the body of others. And like for those who uh, might have ever had a crush on someone, someone you know or even someone you don't know, like movie star or something like that, uh, usually you might be aware of the head hair, body hair, hair, skin, you know, stuff like that. But you probably don't reflect on the liver, diaphragm, spleen, lungs, and definitely not on the bile, phlegm, pus, blood, sweat, and fat of those people, right? <laughs> and yet, for example, for those who are trying to maintain uh, celibacy, it's considered like one way of balancing out the projections we have onto someone who seems so attractive is to remember like, oh yeah, actually, uh, this human being is, yes, can be beautiful, can be nice, can be lovely, also is a sack filled with uh, <laughs> bile, phlegm, pus, blood, sweat, and fat. <laughs> I remember a friend of mine said that when she, she got a, a dog and uh, she got it when it was a puppy and it was so cute. And then, you know, she had the dog for a long time and then it got old and, um, you know, the body of the dog started to decay like all of us. And uh, he started to smell bad. And he started to not um, be able to control when he's going to the bathroom and all this stuff. And, she said, yeah, when you get the puppy, it's not like they show you that picture of where it's going, you know. Uh, nor do they show you, here is the mountain of poop that you will be picking up by hand <laughs> over the next 15 years. Uh, and both are true. You know, the puppy is joyful and cute, and even the older dog, she still loved them. And yet there's this other side too, right? Which is true for all of us. It's just part of life. It's part of our being, uh, yeah, an aspect of nature, the natural world. So uh, I mentioned, I think, that last night, the vipalasa, this um, distortions of view that the Buddha said we have. So we take things to be permanent that are impermanent. Uh, we, th- take, uh, we misperceive a solid entity of self where there is none. We take what is inconstant, or you could say uh, unreliable, to be reliable. And then we take what is actually not completely beautiful to be beautiful. So we misperceive things in this way. We get kind of duped by the surface. Now there's a whole industry based on this, right? Based on getting you to buy stuff and invest in stuff and uh, yeah, buy tickets to movies to watch certain people and you know this and that and advertising and then how much you're supposed to also control all of this uh, natural, physical body uh, in all these different ways. So you could say in the Dharma practice here, we get a chance to maybe come into some uh, yeah, truth of what's the body, which includes this bag of fluids, 
as well as everything miraculous and uh, wonderful that includes all the fluids, all the stuff that they're doing for you, right? There's also an aspect of anatta, the involuntary nature. Like, who thought about their bile before today, right? Like, who was like, okay, time to squirt bile into the intestines, right? Like, all these things are just happening. It's amazing. The body is uh, functioning. So there's no me that's uh, running that, you know, in so many ways. So uh, have a little bit of time if you have questions about your practice, either um, something that happened uh, for you or question about the instructions. And um, I should say we're seeing half the people for individual meetings today, and then we'll see half the people for individual meetings tomorrow. Um, and I'll say more about what uh, that is in the end, maybe. But So maybe I'll invite first people who don't have a meeting today who might have a question or... Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.